This is episode 19 of The Kingdom Is Here. So often in the world that we're living in, and the world we're operating in, there is, I think, this desire to make progress and to move forward. It's kind of built into everything that we do. Is this moving me forward? Is this progressing me? Kind of becomes a little bit of a, in some ways, self-centered way to approach life and circumstances. And the idea is consuming for so many people the race to get ahead, to advance, to progress. Even though that is the climate of our culture, questions that I have are that, is this what God's kingdom calls us to do? Or have we somehow hybridized how we live and operate with the kingdom of God along with the climate of our world? Now those are pretty good questions. Let's see where this goes. This is Nathan Kirk and I have really good news. We are always striving to move forward, always striving to make progress. Everywhere we go, everything we do seems to be built around this notion of advancing and moving forward, moving ahead, to get ahead. We work all of our lives only to have what exactly to show for it. Now, I'm not saying that we shouldn't work. Actually, I will say the exact opposite. We, we absolutely should work. And, and actually, Scripture directs that we should work. And I want to be clear. Working and labor are good things. It's just part of our makeup of who we are. It's part of the, the struggle of this life is that it does take work. And it is, it, it is a lot of labor. It's arduous sometimes, maybe oftentimes, right? I'm not saying we shouldn't do that. We have to. But it's not the work that is the issue. It's the the strife that is the issue. It's the fact that we are seemingly in this constant struggle to strive against the rest of humanity and to strive against nature just to advance in our own lives. We work and we work and we work and all for what exactly? We strive and we strive and we strive day after day, year after year, decade after decade until we wake up and we've reached some sort of magical either age or retirement balance of an account somewhere that says that we can retire. And then what? What do we have to show for it? It seems like our lives are constantly revolving around this strife to advance and to move forward. And and all of these all of these ideals that there are that we're supposed to these ideals that we're supposed to attain and these expectations that we're supposed to meet. But when was the last time that we maybe stopped and just took a little bit of inventory 
of, of what am I actually doing? What is my goal, my purpose, my function? And is what I'm doing advancing that goal? That's sometimes a little bit heavy. And honestly, sometimes we don't want to look at that. We don't want to ask those questions because we already know the answer. And so many people maybe struggle with that concept. And what that turns into is, I don't know, something along the lines of, well, just follow your dreams or follow, no, don't follow your dreams. Dream, don't follow your dreams. That will not lead you in a very healthy direction. Don't follow your dreams. Don't follow your passions and what you're passionate about. Don't even do that. Let's see what scripture has to say about this. And to do this, I'm looking at two gospels. I'm looking at the gospel of John and the gospel of Matthew. In John chapter 12 and verse 24, these these two gospels kind of say some similar things here. It says this, this is Jesus speaking. He says, most assuredly, or maybe if you're like old school, verily. <laughs> I, You know what? If you're listening to this, I want to challenge you. Use that in conversation with somebody sometime in the, you know, in your, in your normal everyday conversation. And I think we need to make that term verily a part of our common parlance that we start using again. And, and say, you know, start using it at the coffee shop next time you're there. Verily I say unto you, I wish to have a tall, dark roast. Verily I say unto you, my bagel shall be toasted with cream cheese. I'm kind of getting hungry. All right, let's focus. Um, <clears throat> so he says, most assuredly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. He goes on to say, he who loves his life will lose it. And he who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. You won't just find it in eternal life. You'll actually keep it and preserve. There'll be a preservation that takes place. Or in Matthew 16 and 24 it says, then Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever, you know, hold on, time out. Take up his cross? That's, that's signifying death, isn't it? That's signifying suffering, isn't it? And, and following Jesus, that's you know, the disciples at this point have noticed a lot of rejection and a lot of hatred and people betraying him already and turning their backs on him and all these sorts of things like follow you while I'm carrying my cross. Okay, Jesus. Yeah. All right. He says in verse 25 of Matthew 16, for whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake, you will actually find it. For what profit is it to a man, to any of us, if we gain the whole world and lose your soul? Or the question really is, what will you give in exchange for your soul? The truth that begins to settle in is that 
to advance in the kingdom of God is not going to look the same as advancing in this world. To move forward in the kingdom of God is not going to look the same as moving forward in the context of the ideals of this world. As a matter of fact, it's going to look contrary to that. And the reality that begins to settle in for many of us is this, is that we have got to be, as Jesus said, that that grain of wheat that falls to the ground and dies. That we have to lose our lives. Or as Paul maybe even says, he puts it in, he says, I die daily. Just let that settle in a little bit. Because what do you do daily? What do we do daily? Like when I say you, I'm not just like talking to the curious yous who are out there. I'm including myself obviously in that. But what do we do daily? We daily strive to move forward. We daily strive to advance. We daily strive to like to fight, to progress. But the reality and what we find in Scripture is that actually daily we're supposed to die. Like daily there's supposed to be a, a surrender of sorts. There's supposed to be a... a, a, a a giving over of ourselves, a giving over of our own ways. And uh, that is so antithetical to this world. Our world says, no, you follow your dream. You follow your own ways, follow your own plans and your own path. Like no matter what, at the, no, no matter what it costs and no matter what relationships or friendships or anything like that, no matter um, what the cost is, especially to other people, if you need to advance yourself or you need to advance your mission, your kingdom, your own little um, dominion that you have, then you do whatever it takes to advance that. The kingdom of God is is in opposition to that. And it says, no, you actually have to die. Now, obviously, now time out, because some, maybe some people are like, what, what are we talking about here? It's getting a little heavy, looking a little scary. Isn't it talking about death? I'm not talking about physical death. I'm not talking about that, obviously. Well, that should be obvious. Maybe it's not. If it's not, then let's just lay it out there. It's not about that physical death. But what happens is that when we die to our our humanity, you know, Scripture often talks about our flesh. Like it's our humanity, our the, the flaws that we have that only desire selfish things for us, right? When we die to that, when we let that die and we kill that, oftentimes it does manifest in some things physically as well. I'm not going to get into all that today, but what I am saying is that it it is incumbent upon us and it is actually our responsibility to lay ourselves down. Scripture puts it like this. It says, to present your bodies to God, a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. Why? Well, it says this is your reasonable service. A a living sacrifice. It's somewhat of a an interesting phrasing there that Paul uses. Um, here's the notion: is that you are willingly giving yourself to God in His ways every single day. 
And not only that, that's not something that you get to like post on your Instagram feed or it's not something that you can update your your status on and say, well, I give myself to God again and, you know, take a selfie of you doing that. Like, no, you don't get to pat yourself on the back for that. You don't get a, a trophy at the end of the day. You don't get a ribbon or anything. You just you just get the notion that that's your reasonable service. Like, yeah, that's that's reasonable. Yeah, that's kind of what you're supposed to do is to present yourselves to God holy, like separate, set apart only to Him. To, to not advance your own agenda. That one hurts, doesn't it? <laughs> maybe, like maybe we could just not record that part. No, we have to? Okay, all right. I'm talking to myself. I'm like, this is what happens. This is what happens when you do a podcast and you just sit in here talking to yourself. You just you have to have these conversations, and now you're stuck listening to this. Uh, well, I guess you're not stuck, but please, for the sake of what we're doing, please stay stuck for a little while longer. No, um, <laughs> no. The, the notion is this: is that is that you have to you have to go through it, and there's no ego, there's no pride. There's no self agenda. Like your agenda, what you want, what your plans are, all of that has to go. That's not very encouraging. <laughs> I hope this is helpful. <laughs> That's not very encouraging. But like it is encouraging because the reality is is that the more you try to hold on to this life of yours, the more you're going to lose it. Like, when have things ever worked out for you the way that you thought they were going to work out? No, go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll wait. Nobody's... Nothing? <laughs> right? Like, when have your best plans that you've put together, when has it ever worked out the way that you thought it would work out? Never. Like, never. Never. Even the best plans. Something's going to go awry. Something's going to going to go off the rails well in our lives and talking about our souls and our eternity man i don't want to leave that in my own hands like i can't even go to home depot and pick up supplies without making four or five trips for the same project i don't want to leave like my eternal salvation in my own hands like, I can't even go and take your orders for the coffee shop and come back and have it all right, even if it's typed into my phone and, and then I just, like, give it to the barista. I, I can't even nail that every single time. I don't want to leave my my eternal destiny in my own hands. Yet we do that every day when we refuse to die, when we refuse to surrender our own ways we do it every single day what i'm just trying to convey is something to you today is don't be afraid to surrender don't be afraid to give up control it's kind of an illusion of control anyway because you don't have it in the first place in short don't be afraid to die because when you give yourself to him to christ when you do die when you do surrender and you do give yourself over to him 
Scripture gives us a promise and lets us know that's actually when you find your life. When you let go. When you let go. If you're listening to this and you've been struggling and striving, don't quit your job. Don't drop out of school. Don't do something foolish. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm just going to let go and unfriend everybody and and ignore all these phone calls and text messages. I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to live out of my car. No, no, no. Stop that. Stop that. No, that's not what I'm saying. But you've got to stop with the strife. Stop with the war and the chaos. and Stop fighting the fact that you got to die. you got to surrender. It's this walking of the tightrope and some days I'm living for God and some days I'm really struggling because I'm trying to do it on my own. Stop that. Stop Stop trying to do it on your own. Stop trying to figure it out on your own. You can't. You're not smart enough. None of us is. We're not smart enough to figure it out. But He is. And when you surrender and you turn your life completely to Him, and this isn't just for like new believers where we just like, oh, you're a new believer, just surrender. No, no, no. This this is for you that are maybe you think you're a little bit advanced and you think you got it going on and you think you know what's up. You don't know what's up. Like you haven't figured it out. You haven't mastered it. <laughs> you know, we sometimes we think we're so sophisticated in our in our religion and our beliefs because we've lived for God, quote unquote. I don't even know what that means. But we've we've been walking this walk or living this way for so long that now we are so sophisticated there are these rudimentary things that we don't have to do anymore. No. No, that probably right there is the first thing that's got to go. First thing that's got to die. But the the curious and the interesting thing, interesting thing here is this, is that when you finally do that, when you finally get to that point and you stop fighting with it, man, stop wrestling with it so much. When you finally get to that point and you say, all right, Lord, you win. You win. I, I, I got I to gotta give it all to you. I got to surrender it all. When you finally get to that point, man, I could just keep on going on this. And even while doing this podcast, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't know about if you, when you're listening to this, but I feel the Holy Ghost right now. When you finally get to that point of letting go, you will finally find Him. You'll find Him when you let go of the things that you're trying to hold on to and keep safe. When you let go of your kingdom or the right that you have in your own kingdom. I, I'm going to just conclude with this here. Um, I didn't intend on getting into this, but but I do want to say this. And I feel led because I think somebody needs to hear this. It's not just letting go of the things that seem appealing to you. It's not just letting go of all of those hopes and dreams. That's not, that's not all I'm talking about. Although, yes, yes, that too. <laughs> I'm also talking about the, your failures your mistakes, the issues and the weaknesses that you have. And you say, I'll give God all of my good stuff, but I'm going to hold on to all of my bad stuff. That that I need to work out all of my issues and all of my problems, and I'll just let Him have the good stuff. You need to realize He didn't die for the good stuff. He died for all the ugly stuff. 
He died for all that nasty stuff. And you need to stop trying to do that on your own. Because he bought it with his blood. He paid for all of that with his own blood. He purchased you and redeemed you out of this destructive, chaotic world that we always strive in. And now is the time. Don't just give him your best. Give him your worst. (laughs) Give him your everything. He bought it all anyway. And he's calling you. And yeah, sometimes we have to die. Like, a lot of times we have to die. (laughs) A lot of times it's going to hurt. It's going to be uncomfortable and I don't like it. (laughs) And we go kicking and screaming. That's fine. Kick and scream all we want. But willingly... Let's engage in what is our reasonable service to our King. And you will see in your life that once you give it up and surrender it to Him, you will find your life. His kingdom will come. His will will be done in your life. Thank you for tuning in to the Kingdom is Here podcast hosted by Nathan Kirk. We appreciate the time you took to listen and are looking forward to being with you again next week. Remember your allegiance to the King and His Kingdom. And as always, we hope this was helpful.